Hey there, and thanks for joining me, Christina Stark, your host and direct selling queen of sparkle for the weekly gem here at my Get Your Sparkle On podcast, where you'll find gems of goodness for your business and motivation to help you achieve whatever you set your mind to. Today is a confession of a shopaholic. Well, at least what my favorite department store has done to make me a committed shopaholic at their store. Just a few simple things that the retailer does is exactly what you, as the CEO of your own business, can do to help you create repeat customers. Repeat customers combined with some effort on your part to build a relationship beyond the business helps you create a steady income stream. The three facets I'd like to discuss today are, number one, be the concierge. Number two, fortune is in the follow-up. And number three, smile. So let's get to number one, be the concierge. As I alluded to in the beginning, I've been a longtime fan of one of my favorite department stores. I ask for a gift card for their store every Christmas. They're predominantly located on the West Coast, and since I am from the West Coast, I grew up experiencing excellent customer service every time I shopped in one of their stores. I even worked for them when I was in college. One of the services they provide to their customers is their concierge service. You've probably seen the same sign at some of the more established hotel chains at a desk near check-in. Basically, it's a fancy way for someone to say, hey, let me be your personal shopper. I'll look for the best deals, and since I know what you like, I'll do the work for you so you can enjoy your day and hopefully come back again to our business. As a business owner, have you ever considered providing the personal shopper experience? How are you keeping track of what your customers' likes and preferences are? With a personal shopper or concierge service, it's going to do a couple of things. It's going to build trust, nurture the relationship, and provide product confidence. Going back to my department store experience, let me briefly touch upon each of these areas. Number one, trust. I knew I was going to get the best product, price, and service and there weren't going to be any issues if I had to exchange or return something. Number two was the relationship. The personal shopper knew what I liked and was always on the lookout for the things that I wanted. She also checked in on me to see how things in my life were going, even if there wasn't a sale or something new available. She just wanted to know me and build a friendship. She was being authentic in her efforts. If you want more tips on how to build authentic relationships, listen or re-listen to episode six, Will the Real You Stand Up? And number three, product confidence. My concierge was familiar with the products and sizing in the store. She knew what my budget was and let me know that she had a few things collected for me and to come on in at my convenience to try them on. I loved that when I went in, I could choose from what she had picked out for me. Sometimes everything was perfect and I just couldn't decide what I wanted, so I ended up getting everything. Because of these things, I continued to go back to their store, and I still do. When I think of superior customer service, they are at the top of my list. When you pay attention to a customer's needs, they will be more likely to feel a sense of loyalty. And when you have happy customers, you have return customers. And return customers are a component to a successful business, whether it be retail or direct sales. What if my concierge had just called me one time and I wasn't interested? To be honest, the first time she called me, I was blown away. I didn't even know that the store provided this service to just anyone. That's right. I didn't have a six-figure income and I didn't hold a fancy title at work. 
I think I just bought a blouse on sale, but they asked at the register if I was interested in their concierge service and that it was free. Well, with someone on a budget shopping off the sale rack, I was definitely interested in something that was free. Do you have people you know who might be thinking the same thing, that they're on a budget and that your personal shopper service is something that would help them know that you could help them find their favorite products now and in the future? Number two, fortune is in the follow-up. If you type in that phrase, fortune is in the follow-up on the web, you will have a graphic pop-up that displays some percentages. These sales statistics are based on how many times you follow up with a client and when the sales actually happen. So here are the stats. Listen closely as you may be surprised. And are you possibly in the first two stats listed? 48% of salespeople never follow up with a client. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. 12% of salespeople only make three contacts and then stop. 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Only 10%. Come on, people. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% are made on the second contact. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact and 80% of sales are made on the 5th to 12th contact. It's amazing looking at these numbers and seeing how they're inversely proportionate. So less of salespeople actually follow up more than three times, but 80% of the sales are made in the 5th to 12th contact. Are you leaving money on the table? Life gets busy, and I know that you can agree. Sometimes we just forget to follow up, even with the best intentions. If we want to get repeat customers, as the CEO of our business, it's also part of our responsibility to be the customer care team. If you had a customer who has purchased something from you, did you call them to make sure that they received their order? Did they have any issues or questions that you could have helped them with? Was there something they could have added to their order that they forgot that might have made the purchase more effective? Let's go back to my department store example. There were a couple of things that happened when I was asked if I wanted the concierge service. Number one, when I was at the register checking out, they asked for the best contact method to reach me. Getting the best method of contacting the customer when they place their order is only one part of helping you be successful in your business. And part number two, In a follow-up call, the concierge asked me what my likes and favorites were, along with what my budget was. In essence, keeping a customer profile card or sheet on file allowed for notes that she could see at a glance if there were any items that currently fit my likes and budget categories. If you have a business, whether it be direct sales or retail, you can utilize these same principles as the fancy department stores. You will first want to figure out a schedule of when you're going to contact them and then contact them how they prefer to be contacted. For example, a good timetable is the 222 method, meaning two days, two weeks, two months. In two days after the purchase, you're going to thank them for attending the event or placing an order. In two weeks, 
you'll then check in with the customer to make sure they've received their order and answer any questions that they might have. And then in two months, you're going to connect and create awareness of any specials and continue to contact them every two months. When it comes to creating a customer profile sheet, you want to keep it easy. Different methods work for different people, so don't overcomplicate it. If you like to do spreadsheets, then Google Sheets or Excel is the way to go. If you're a traditionalist like me, I use paper sheets to write things down and of course use my erasable pens and slip them into page protectors and keep them in a binder. Or you can do an expander file or index cards in a file box and alphabetize them. Whatever system you use, the best follow-up system is the one you use. Number three, smile. One of my favorite song titles is You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. Although you can't see someone when you're on the phone, their voice conveys their mood, even sometimes in a text. So when it comes to following up, here are a few tips to help you remember to smile with the following acronym. S, be sociable. Make sure that you are happy and help the customer feel comfortable and welcome. M, be memorable. Be authentic with your interactions with your customers. I stands for integrity. Be honest in your word and interactions, which will then build trust and loyalty. L is for listen. Focus on the customer and what is good for them. And finally, E, expert. You're going to be the product expert for the customer. And now, as a business owner, you'll always remember you're never fully following up without a smile. It may sound simple to put follow-up into your business activities, but it's really not uncommon for entrepreneurs to overlook how important it is to put this into practice. Maybe you already have a system in place. You have made Friday your follow-up day because F stands for Friday and follow-up. Those mnemonic devices sure do come in handy. But maybe you've had a poor experience in the past with other direct sales companies and you have vowed that you would never be that person. Some of the reasons people don't follow up could be, well, people just sometimes forget. We need to get into the habit of keeping to-do lists, whether that be on your smartphone or in a traditional notebook. You're not going to be perfect at it at first, but keep trying until you find the best system for your follow-ups. Remember, the best follow-up system is the one you use. People don't want to appear pushy either, but guess what, ladies? No matter what, some direct salespeople are pushy, but it's finding that sweet spot between being too pushy and too casual in the follow-up approach. Calling or texting five times a day is pushy, but calling or texting the same day someone makes an order and following up in the next week or two is not. This goes back to building relationships with your customers. Also, many people in the direct sales business have never had any formal sales training. So if you've never had the pleasure of working retail or ever worked in a call center, then you haven't had to learn the importance of follow-up. It's a skill that you need to incorporate if you want to see success in this business. So here we are at the one action item for the week. Decide which day of the week is going to be your follow-up day. If you haven't created customer profile cards or sheets, begin to do it with your current customers. 
hold off on trying to go back to the beginning as this exercise is going to be a bit overwhelming if you do. As you gather orders from current and new customers, create their customer profiles as you go along. Follow the 222 system, two days, two weeks, two months for your follow-up. Note this in your calendar or place a post-it note on the profile card as a reminder. You'll find that you'll become more effective and efficient as you do this. You'll realize that your sales will increase as your follow-ups increase. Building relationships beyond the business, this is as simple as a quick happy birthday comment via social media on their birthday. Can you say thank you, Facebook, for those reminders? As well as letting your customers know of a new product that might be of interest since you're keeping that client profile sheet on what they like shows that you are interested in them and not just their pocketbook. Not only will you receive their loyalty, but they will be the first to share with their friends how you've provided excellent customer service and refer you and your small business. This shopaholic knows there is fortune to be had in the follow-up. Thanks for tuning in to Get Your Sparkle On and this weekly gem with me, Christina Stark, your Queen of Sparkle. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss these gems of inspiration and information for your business or whatever you choose to achieve in life. A new weekly gem is available each Tuesday and you can find Get Your Sparkle On in iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Do you have a question or a topic you would like me to explore? Send an email to getyoursparkleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me and DM me at getyoursparkle underscore on via Instagram. Join me next time and be sure to get your sparkle on and keep sparkling. Sparkling.